Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. It's time for local business. I want to talk about the number one key or the determinant of success. I'm excited about that conversation. And a couple of local attorneys want to learn about their business, who they are, what they do with their business. I'm here with Casey Riles. Brother Casey, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you having me back. You know, one of the things we had over this past week, I, I, you know, when I, when I talk to clients that have lived life well, you know, I deal a lot with, with assets and, and accumulating things so that people can retire. But, but the thing that, that people tell me is priceless, there's really two things I come across. It's memorable experience, experiences, so our memories. And the other one is time with the people we care about the most, mm-hmm. our meaningful relationships. At the end of the day, those are the couple of things that people say, you know, if, if I could, I would trade everything I had to have more mm. of that or those wow. things back. So all that to, to set the context, man, I didn't mean to get so deep right off the you bat. Bringing it, bringing it, bringing but the thunder. Any good memories this past week or so that, that come to mind? Absolutely. Uh, an incredible memory from uh, this past week. I got to baptize two of my daughters uh, yes. on la- last Sunday. So uh, it was really awesome. We went to a ri- uh, there's a spot in the river that uh, we're, our church is connected to. And so we went old school and went out in the river and they were both incredibly excited. That, hey, I could, you couldn't come up with a better scenario. <laughs> so you hit both, right? Memorable experience with your most meaningful relationships Man, with those on. girls. Love it. So similar, there's a water theme here. I was going to share with you. We were up in Murphy, little cabin up there on a creek, and a big rainstorm came. And I was there with Gwendolyn, the three-and-a-half-year-old, and we were playing in the creek in the rain. One of the funnest times I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we went up on the porch, lit a fire on the porch, had that hard rain coming down. And it's just one of those things that, you know, I think back with my dad, too, um, who I lost, he was only 49 when he passed, Mm. but I was thinking back through my memories and experiences with him, and it was never trips, it was never big, big ordeals, it was things like him spending time coaching football. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I just want to start the show off, because I think every week, you know what, I might even start our our conversation today off good, because I'm thankful for those memories and those those relationships, right? No, we actually gathered around the table that Sunday night, and... Uh, my wife, Allie, asked the girl, said, what, what is the thing you'll remember the most about Sunday? Right. And immediately, both of them talked about one of their buddies who got baptized, Harper, uh, got baptized with them. And uh, just like you said, those those meaningful moments, but then there's also the people are associated uh, with those meaningful moments. And, if we, and one thing is I'm thinking we're having this conversation, which wasn't really scripted that I tended to talk about, but when we if we know... We all listen to that. Yes, it makes sense. Those memories are priceless. The people we care about the most, later on, you know, it's the old uh, death sentence test. If you knew you had a year to live, what would you do? It's Mm. always spend more time with the people you care Mm. about. So all that to say is you have to be intentional with that, too, or else we're busy. We're Mm -hmm. busy with the day-to-day. We're busy with our businesses. And if you're not intentional... You might just miss that, too. Absolutely. All right, so let's get to business. Uh, So anything new coming up around town? Anything you see? I know Chamber, uh, Kristen always wanted wanted us to continue to talk about the job fair that's coming up September 8th at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Gainesville Civic Center. 
Yes. A lot of jobs, a lot of businesses looking for people. Let's match those people up, keep this you know, community employed. That's changing a little bit. You know, it has been so much that businesses are looking for employees. I kept hearing that over and over and over again. We can't find people. We can't find people. We can't find people. And now it's starting to turn just a little bit even. Uh, not not a huge amount, but uh, now I'm starting to hear uh, people getting applications. Uh, other people starting to kind of look around for uh, different types of employment. So I think the job fair will be good for both employers and employees looking for uh, looking for work right now. And I think the employment numbers, they're the one thing that, that are keeping us on this side of that recession word we've been mm-hmm. hearing about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of indicators that say we're there, but the employment numbers actually look pretty solid. Mm-hmm. What else you got? I know we were talking before the break about some yeah, LCA, I was saying this, uh, you know, my, my girls actually, you know, I don't know if I've told you this, but we started at Gainesville Homeschool Academy this okay. year, and a lot of people have went uh, through there and go to like, Lanier Christian Academy, okay. and I know on Access WDUN, there's, uh, there's an article. Right. Talking about uh, the bond that was approved by the county, uh, LCA is going to continue to uh, build. Uh, you know, they've they've been using a church down in South Hall, Chestnut Mountain, I believe, and now they're they're looking at expanding and actually building a facility. Uh, I saw Al Ganey, my pal, right. at uh, at Long Street the other day, and he was telling me about how they were moving forward. I'm really excited to see what they're what they're doing, man. It's a it's a really cool opportunity for uh, families who who have been connected with LCA to be able to see that to expand and grow and have more and more influence down there on the south end of the county. Well, talk about, for those of us that don't know, so you said the the homeschool academy? Yeah, absolutely. My girls, uh, we started there. You know, we love Hall County Schools, by the way. Um, Absolutely have had a great experience. But we just started kind of thinking through wanting them to spend some more time with Allie and and, uh, want them to to be influenced by her a lot. And so this is a kind of a hybrid program. So two days a week, they're home with her and then three days a week they're okay. here uh you know at, at Gainesville Homeschool Academy and, and man they are loving it. I went home and ate lunch with them today and uh they were all just uh, you know talking about how much they loved it how much the uh, fun they were having how much uh you know they were learning all right there at the house no no thank you for explaining so I like that so I hear a lot of conversations about I would love to homeschool but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But you're saying there's a hybrid model here. Oh, absolutely. Okay, that's really cool. So, yeah. to know. so there's an option for people. Well, one thing, I was driving back the other day. I was coming up 129, and I saw the donkey on the side of the road. That's the right. Sign, the Riles Brothers donkey. That thing's everywhere. And I said, i got to ask Casey about that. So so what, what's the deal with the donkey? I know <laughs> Good, that man. Story. Yep. I'm glad you asked me this. I didn't even know you were going to ask this, Bo. But, yeah, absolutely. We, um, we said this a while ago. The donkey is the original beast of burden. Okay. So if you wanted something carried, you put it on the back of a donkey. And we always say, like, if you if you got a burden to carry, we want to be there helping. Um, originally, we had dump trucks only. You know, then we started doing asphalt. And so a lot of times now we're like, you know, we know other people have a big load to carry. We have a, they have a lot of responsibility. So we want to make a way. Uh, for people to be able to get to them and make that way a little bit easier uh, for for that burden that they have to carry. And so I even said this, you know, uh, donkeys 
have been carrying loads, important loads for centuries. One of the most important loads a donkey ever carried uh, right into Jerusalem. Jesus rode right on the back of a donkey right into Jerusalem. I said, man, we want to be like that little donkey. We want to be carrying him, uh, you know, making much of him. And and there's going to, you know, when he came in, everybody was excited. There was throwing uh, party, waving branches. Uh, They weren't excited about the donkey necessarily, but the one he was carrying. So if we can emulate that little guy, (laughs) that donkey in that story, I think we'll be uh, doing the right thing. Uh, I will tell you this, Bo. Uh First created the logo, though. I'm telling on my mama on the radio right now. Uh-oh. I sent this out to my family. I said, hey, what do you guys think about this logo? I have idea mom, where this is going. That's right. She writes back. <laughs> perfect logo. My brother Josh and I own the company together. She said, perfect logo for a couple of asses. There you go. I, I had a, there you go, Mama Riles. There you go. I like it. I like it. So, so, so you and your brother, you're doing this business, and yes. I love it. So if I can explain my job I need done, you might help me ease that burden of getting it done. Man, absolutely, yeah. We 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 see that we do a lot of uh, commercial work. You know, they uh, the, these guys. I say we. They they take care of it. I'm 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 just talking about it. But uh, they they do a lot of commercial work, and uh, you know, most of the time, like I said, everybody has a big load to carry. They they have a lot of responsibility in their life, and they don't need a contractor to come in and add burdens to them. They need somebody to be able to take that burden off of them. And so early on, that's just what we said. We want to be about taking stress off of people, not adding stress to people, because we know this construction is a stressful environment. And if you can go in and and we've seen this really fast, people demand that we come back now because they know we're taking stress off of them instead of adding it to them. I think you're doing something right because I've just seen the, the, the little bit I've known you this book this business growing mm-hmm. you know yeah. and expanding so well let's talk we got more i want to talk about the number one secret the number one determinant of success business life relationships everything we talk about and then we'll be talking to rustin smith and ronnie halsey when we get back right here on north georgia business radio x Baptisms in a river, showers in the creek, local attorneys, and we're going to talk about now the number one determinant of success. Again, where do you get such an eclectic show other than Nowhere. North Nowhere. Georgia Business Radio? I tell you what. <laughs> okay, so so we're talking about you know one of the things we talk, and we've had the opportunity to have conversations on air and off air with a lot of very successful people, mm-hmm. a lot of people with a lot of influence, mm-hmm. and one of the things I found in common that people that um, have lived well and by influence, I mean, they have the ability to influence others. There seems to be this underlying theme of there's some gratitude there. Mm-hmm. So Casey, let's, let's kind of break that down a little bit. What do you think when we say, what is gratitude? Yeah. What I think that's a, an important thing to start with is what is, is gratitude actually before you move on to how it helps and how do you get it and all that fun stuff. Just what is gratitude? And really, Quick definition is uh, this is appreciation for the kindness shown to me mm-hmm. and the the readiness to reciprocate that kindness. So uh, first is appreciation 
making sure that I actually see myself as the recipient of some kindness. And a lot of times, you know, that's that's a little bit, we, we're hard workers, Bo. Like we like to think of, we talked about 100% responsibility two weeks in a row, right. saying, look, put the, put the give me the ball, put me in the game, and I'll take care of things. Uh, but at the very same time, gratitude uh, is is not just taking responsibility for my own actions. It's actually realizing there there is some good that has come my way that I am not responsible for. And so understanding that that is actually what gratitude is right out the gate will help kind of frame up how it helps us and, uh, you know, how do we get it? Yeah, I think and, and being I think there's an art to gratitude. I think we can get better and better, mm-hmm. like you said, receiving and giving. Yes. Right? Uh, because it's one thing, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit. It's so vague to say, I'm thankful for everything and everybody. There's not a lot of teeth to that, or it doesn't really stir any intention. Like the two-year-old prayer, thank you, Lord, for everything and everybody. Amen. That's right. So so, so we talked about gratitude. Okay, the ability to receive and be thankful and to give gratitude. Sure. Right? So, so how does this help us? Yeah, man, you know, it, a thousand ways, actually, I would say. But just to kind of gr- grab on a few of them, you know, gratitude makes it where I can actually take some risk. And I can draw this little line for us. Uh, you really think about uh, risk is necessary. We talked about this with 100%, 100% responsibility. Risk is necessary if I want to grow my business. If I want to go from where I am, even personally, it takes some time. I have to put aside some time so that I can get better. I have to put aside some resources, invest those resources so I can grow my business. So risk is just inevitable if I'm going to grow. But if I, if I look at me as the cause of everything that happens in my life, I say, man, I caused all this to happen and I'm not grateful for those things, then I'll actually be scared to take some risk. I will be terrified that it's all going to be on me. So if it fails, man, I I can't even take risks because I'm so afraid of failing. But if I come and approach it with gratitude, on the other hand, then I'm saying, oh, okay, you know what? A lot of these things have been given to me and I'm responsible to be a good steward of these things. You know, good steward. And and you said something that's what this is. This is level two here as being thankful, right? When you know, when you know you're getting your head around gratitude, it's even when the good becomes the bad, meaning I wake up and things are good. Mm. So thankful for this day and things are good. The people I care about, the opportunities I have. If I wake up and there's something not right, I'm thankful that there's a lesson to learn that I need to move forward. Absolutely. You think so I you mentioned something in the first segment that I it made me think of this. You know, if I told you right now, Bo, I could give you a hundred million dollars. Right. How would that make you feel? That'd be pretty nice. <laughs> we might be doing this show from Puerto Rico or something right. overlooking the ocean. There would be some changes to the show. I'm giving Bo a hundred million dollars. Of course you'd be happy. If I came back and said, but Bo, there's one stipulation. Neither you or your family get to wake up tomorrow if you accept this $100 million. Would that change your approach? Would that change your decision to take it or not? Yep. Of course it would. Yep. So what, what that means is in that you we just proved we have something more valuable to us than $100 bucks that we woke up with our family today, right back to where you started, is that, that we have today a chance to have new experiences, and we have those people we love with us. And that reframing our perspective around the fact that we woke up today absolutely as a way to bring gratitude into my life. And I know no one listening or us, we ever, we never we don't ever have bad days, right? I yeah, know that doesn't right. apply to you. But when you do, the best reset and, and 
you know, we're busy. We're busy people. We got families. We got businesses. We got we got careers. Um, but that's the best reset. We can step back. What what am I thankful? Because like you said, you might have that that hundred million dollar more valuable than that thing you're thankful for. But you got to also step back and be aware of it and, and express it, right? Sure. Or you just might be busy. Sure. Uh, so one of the things that that comes to mind, Martin Selig, Seligman. He he's a he's kind of a leader in the positive psychology research. And one of the things that as he did research and surveys and studies, he said the number one determinant of a successful life as defined by people that define their life successful was optimism. Mm. Okay. And it makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you have a better attitude, you see things positively, um, you're going to probably do better. But there was no way uh, from a personal development standpoint to just increase optimism except one thing. Mm. Any ideas? Here. Gratitude. Come on. Now, we can control that. We can create a gratitude practice. We can increase our gratitude muscle. That makes us more optimistic. So gratitude's kind of the, the starting point to be a more positive, optimistic person. So it's kind of cool to see the chain Very link and the cool. connection there. Very cool. Well, so let's talk about that. So we so it can help us. It can help us. It can help us step back, probably lower our blood pressure, help us be more optimistic. Mm. So a lot of good things. But how do we get it? Yeah, you know, I, I I wrote this in Last to Least, the book you and I mm-hmm. talked about that All I right. wrote, and and I was like, if if you're wanting to develop new character traits, uh, you know, there's there's three E's that I need. First, it has to be explained to me a, a trait. Obviously, I can't develop something new until I start seeing the clear picture, like you have helped us see with gratitude right sure. now. I have to have that concept explained to me. But then I need a really good example, and I I was I I wanted to ask you, Bo, I'm I'm throwing this on you right now. Sure. I didn't tell you I was going to do it. Do you have any great examples of people, and then we'll go to the third E in just a second, but do you have any great examples of people who show incredible gratitude that just every morning when they wake up or any time you see them, you can tell, man, that guy or that lady is thankful for their life? You know, I think I think of mentors in my past. Um, one, one that started me kind of in the financial business, who's, who's now late 70s but just you see them and and there's there's an easiness a lightness Mm. and when somebody's thankful for them through their life and for you especially it feels really good absolutely it's kind of attracting and it's kind of good so so i do i I think of a mentor or two in my life that's awesome so you got the explained which is the first e you got the example which is the mentors that you're talking about Mm -hmm. you've seen them walk it out but then the third thing is I need to experience gratitude. And so what's what's really cool about gratitude is you you've already kind of mentioned this if it's not just that I need to go out and look for new experiences of gratitude, but I need to change the framework around which I the what the, where I see my life, how I see my life. Mm. And so if I experience, I'm able to choose right now to experience gratitude. And when I see that gratitude, or we said in the definition at the beginning, kindness has been shown to me, I'm much more likely to go mm. out and be able to show right. kindness and, and even gratitude to others. Right, makes you show up better. Come right, on. Right. Well, and I think that's the, and, and no matter where you are, in the worst times, there's always something to be thankful for. True. Always. So, so wait, how do we do it? I had a cool, I'm a big acronym guy, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, SAD egg, S A D egg. Okay. So, egg stands for 
expressing gratitude genuinely. Mm. How do we do that? You know, we talked about that vague prayer. Doesn't have a lot of teeth to it. But the sad part, if we're specific, specific what I'm, Casey, I'm really thankful um, for your input and your heart and that you show up to help me with this. Let's be mm. very specific. Acknowledge the effort involved. Hey, I know you're taking time out of your family, your business to show up every week. Let, let's acknowledge that there's some effort. And then describe, that's the D, describe the benefits of you showing up. Hey, you're pre- by you showing up, it's making the show uh, more fun. And, you know, it, it, I think it's really resonating with the listeners because they know we care about what we're talking about. So mm. I think that sad egg, it's a silly little word. No, it's cool. But specific, acknowledge the effort it required to, to do that, and then describe the specific things. So I think that can help us do gratitude mm-hmm. better. So we come Good back, work. we're going to talk to a couple of local attorneys and a whole lot more right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. about gratitude, family, local business, things coming up. Casey got to preaching a little. It's kind of a good day on the show. What do you think? That's what I do, baby. All right. Well, let's talk about, we we promised we're going to interview some some local attorneys Mm -hmm. with their local business. So let's let's dig into it. Absolutely. Got uh, Rustin Smith and Ronnie Holsey from Smith Holsey Law. They are right here on Green Street, right here in the middle of town. Both you guys are local. You're from here. I love your slogan. I see it all the time. From here, for here. Is that what I? Is that what I see? That's beautiful, man. It, it actually it makes me want to call you. I probably I call y'all too much. I try to get free <laughs> advice all the time. But Sorry. Rustin Smith and Ronnie Holsey, thank y'all for being with us, man. Absolutely. Yep. We appreciate you having us. Well, guys, one of the places I like to start is I maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong in the past with this, but I doubt. doubt you were like in elementary school running around saying we're going to be attorneys so so what give me a little story background to the path to what you do now sure yeah i'd, I'd say this is rustin i um ronnie and i kind of have similar backgrounds really we uh grew up here in gainesville public schools and um uh ronnie's north hall i'm east hall and uh so we kind of both came from blue collar families in a way uh i was first my my parents didn't go to college i think we're the first in both of our families to go to law school and so in the beginning you know we were just trying to figure it out as as we go in terms of uh career wise or at least i was and and we both wound up working for law firms that uh defended insurance carriers so uh, uh we were at different firms in the beginning and but basically in defending insurance companies um we learn we feel like uh sort of the tricks on the other side kind of because a lot of times we were we both actually were de- for for at least a little while were defending uh workers comp cases and uh I was defending motor vehicle accidents and um and in doing that you start to see um, you know, the, the, the file, when you get it, is typically as a defense lawyer, you get it once a lawsuit's been filed. So you get to see kind of all the things that have happened, mm-hmm. good and bad, mm-hmm. uh, for, for that case and what the adjuster did with the, with the plaintiff and the person that was injured. And so we kind of took that, um, um, you know, once, once we had our law firm jobs and, and it kind of had our careers going, we started seeing things you know on that side of the 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 defense world and we got we started seeing what the plaintiff's firms were doing and in ronnie's case for example um 
he went on to work uh, for a uh, he switched from defense before I did and started working for a plaintiff's firm. And we both just kind of got to talking together. We actually started our meetings at Rabbit Town Cafe That's and right. sort of had our <laughs> <laughs> we had our strategy meetings there for about a Thank year. Thank you, AK. We appreciate it. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just got to talking about how can we do this better? How can we take the things, you know, that we've learned at the places where we were blessed to work and um, – and turn that into you know something even better and do it our own way right yeah i think you know rustin hit the nail on the head you know you've always heard people say if you build a better mousetrap you know people uh, beat a path to your door and Mm -hmm. so having come up in a couple different firms i was in three different firms before we started smith holt so you get to see what works what doesn't work uh things of that nature and like rustin said having done so much defense work we kind of had the other side's playbook when we started so we know what insurance companies do, how they value cases, how they defend them. And so it was a typical switch, just like you'll see some prosecutors become defense attorneys. Mm -hmm. It's quite common for defense attorneys in the the civil arena to become plaintiff's attorneys. And so that's how we kind of started. And when you say how insurance companies defend cases, you mean in the most fair ways possible, like the company that I represent, right? That's, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's right. No, we, exactly. yep. yeah, without you guys, we wouldn't have a job. <laughs> We're all cordial in here, baby. That's We're right. all cordial. Keep it clean. Keep that's it clean. right. That's right. Well, guys, so talk. let's talk about demand. You think, oh, there's, there's a lot of attorneys around, right? And, and we'll, we'll ask the question in a minute um, why you guys. Uh, but before that, you're telling me how many cases you guys have, have pending and are working on on average. It's like, there's plenty of people that need your help out here, right? Mm-hmm. There's no shortage of people that need this kind of help and work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and when we first got started, and it's, it's been a humbling experience, and we're very proud of what we've been able to build, but we just started with a handful of cases. And since we have got started about three and a half years ago, we've represented over 800 folks wow. and currently uh, representing, you know, right around 350 individuals. And uh, with that, you know, uh, comes a lot of, uh, you know, we're very you know, glad that we're, you know, the people put their faith in us, let us do that kind of stuff. But you have to make sure you build a robust system and things of that nature. And that's what uh, Rustin and I have been able to do. But but absolutely, we um, typically take in several cases a week. Also, we resolve several cases a week. But the number right now is around 350 so far. Yeah, man. What what I think a lot of people would think, like, like Bo said, there's a lot of people who need the service. But when people are thinking through, I know they have a lot of different options and not necessarily yet, I would like to ask why I pick you guys, but not necessarily that yet, but just in deciding which defense attorney I should use or when I'm just thinking about why do I need an uh, injury attorney, what are some things people should be thinking about in general? Yeah, I think that that's a very good question, and we've, you know, we have our own opinions about what you should think about, but most of, you know, what I'd like to talk about is just what our clients tell us when they call, and what we often hear is, you know, and I think it's good advice, go look them up on Google reviews, see how many reviews they have, you know, what are the ratings, it's really, in a way, it's no different than any other business, and, um, you know, check out the website. The only other thing other than just basic customer feedback about the responsiveness of the attorney, whether you meet an attorney, you know, that's a sort of a telltale sign if you can actually talk to an attorney on the phone. And and nowadays people have different preferences, not necessarily everyone, especially if they're badly injured, wants to, they want help during the first week after the accident maybe, but they don't necessarily want to come. They can't maybe meet you in person. Hmm. So COVID changed a lot of that. People have different expectations about whether they want to come look you in the eye or not. And 
And and so just do they have that flexibility? Are they willing to, you know, do things electronically or, you know, are they are they going to make time to sit down and meet with you if that's what you prefer? Um, the other thing to look at is, you know, what are they what are they specializing in? You got to make sure you're getting an attorney that specializes in personal injury cases or mm-hmm. if it's workers comp or whatever you're doing. And probably more importantly, look at their recent results. Um, look at, you know, the numbers of their settlements that they're, that they're advertising, um, what kind of settlements they are, um, how often they're doing them because there's some firms that just don't handle as many cases or they don't do it as, you know, they don't do it as often and, uh, they're going to be a lot more selective. And, uh, so, you know, I think if you, if you do those things and you're, you know, vetting the, the business, vetting the, the website, calling them, you know, asking to speak, you know, um, with, with your paralegal early on in the case, you know, getting an early introduction uh, to the staff and uh, that you really can't go wrong if you do your homework in that way. Yeah. And I think like Rustin said, accessibility, you know, one of the number one complaints you'll read about folks is I can't get my attorney on the phone. You know, you Mm -hmm. come to 756 Green Street, we're going to be there. We're not, uh, you know, and also you're not just going to get pushed off on some case manager. You you hire an attorney, you don't hire a case manager. Mm -hmm. And so, when you're looking at that and, you know, like Rustin said, looking at the results because there's so many firms that will get one one decent result and they'll just sit on that result and they market it for years and years and years. But, you know, if you're looking at like a doctor, he wouldn't say, hey, I did a great back surgery five years ago. <laughs> Come right. hire me. No, you want the doctor that's doing in there. That's he's right. getting in there. He's doing surgeries every single day. He's doing them when you're running the kind of cases we are and the quality that we're running them. You know, we are actually getting to practice law. We're taking depositions all the time, litigating cases all the time. So, you know, we always are posting, you know, really recent, real results. You know, they're they're not stale results. Mm-hmm. And so you want to look at that because chances are if that attorney hasn't done anything great in the last few years, what's the odds of him being able to do it for you now? That's right. And when you help somebody, are you guys finding businesses coming as referred to you? Is it coming referred from from happy clients or or from other sources? What's the main source people are finding you guys? Sure. So other than this radio show, we're going to <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> that, this is great. But one thing you'll find that we are not like your your normal big bill uh, billboard type you know attorneys. We'd get a lot of our business from word of mouth and repeat clients, which we're very proud of. That's probably 90% yeah, of our clients are that way. And then also other firms, uh, so other local attorneys that don't handle personal injury mm-hmm. cases. Right. And we, uh, anytime, you know, somebody can recommend us, we, it's very, tru- you know, they put their trust in us. We, uh, we like that. And insurance agents. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint. Uh, so when we come back, one of the questions I have, I, I can see someone out there listening saying, yeah, I've had an, people have accidents, right? They have, they have these issues come up, but it could also be intimidated. I would love, uh, Ronnie, you brought up processes and systems. I'd love to hear what's a process like if I have this issue and I call you, what's gonna, what's it going to be like? What's step one, two, three, just so maybe it's not so intimidating for me to know what to do next. Sure. Absolutely. We'll, we'll deal with that when we come back. We have to run to a break. Uh, hey, great conversation. Love hearing about the firm, what you guys were doing. We'll wrap up right here on North Georgia Business Radio X.
great conversation with Rustin Smith and Ronnie Hulsey of Smith Hulsey Law. And before we went to the break, what we were talking about, guys, was the person out there listening. Uh, maybe they've had an accident. Um, maybe there's an issue at work, car, whatever it is. And the idea, if they haven't dealt with it before, maybe they have too, but of calling an attorney might be a little intimidating because you just don't know. So can you tell us uh, what would a process be if I called you and said, hey, I got this issue. I need some help, guys. Sure. So the minute that someone calls in, they're going to immediately get someone, a live person at our firm, and they're going to get some generalized information from them. And then they're immediately going to be able to to get uh, either Rustin or myself on the phone. And the minute they get us on the phone, we're going to walk them through um, exactly, you know, what's going on, get the facts of their case and offer an in-person meeting. And we'll typically we can do it that day or the next day. We don't ever want to belabor it, but they're going to get to come in, meet us face to face. We're going to walk them through what they can recover under Georgia law, get the specifics of their case. And then when they walk out of our office, there is actually a game plan that says we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, for your case to get you this result. The initial consultation is free. Um, and so nobody ever has to be worried about getting charged from coming in, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, when they come in, they, they're going to know exactly what they can recover under Georgia law. And they're going to have a plan in hand when they walk out the door. No, the plan's the key. When you don't know if I have a plan, that's such a relief. Now, now one thing I, I'm thinking is, is, a, is a, a call and I have an act. Say, say there's anything, is there anything I can do when an accident occurs to help you guys? If, if I'm kind of proactive education here, I just had a car accident. Is there anything I can do to make my case as strong as possible or is it too late? Yeah, there's several things. And, you know, it, it is it can seem kind of cliche, I guess, uh, when it comes to marketing and all the advertising you see about attorneys. But it really is important to call now. I mean, mm. you know, that mm. that's not there's a, there's a strategy behind that because things you can do on your own from the get-go is just, um, you know, you never want to just admit fault if you don't know what happened. A lot of people, so many times we pay, we hear people say, you know, I don't know how this happened, you know, and, and that's a dangerous statement to make. So if you're not a hundred percent sure what happened, you know, you don't want to admit, you know, admit that you don't know because a lot, most times the other person does know. And, mm. and, and, mm. and so that's all the important, um, all the reason to you know call the attorney as quickly as possible first take care of yourself though you know make sure you're okay think about the symptoms you're having in your vehicle um you know if if there's any doubt in your mind go to the hospital get that imaging done imaging so important the insurance company also wants you to do that if you don't do that then they cast doubt on whether you know when the injury occurred whether it was traumatic or not the only other thing is Get photos. Get photos of your bruises, scrapes, anything that may, you know, preserve any evidence. Photos of the vehicles is very important. The amount of the property damage uh, on both vehicles or all the vehicles involved in the accident is very important. So just try to document as much as you can after you, you know, take care of your health, obviously. Great advice. One thing I would say, we can't always control exactly what happens after it, but something that folks can do, and since you're here, Casey, we tell folks always protect yourself first make sure that you have the right kind of insurance and the right amount of insurance. Make sure that your liability limits are there. Make sure that you have what's called underinsured motorist insurance. We say that it's insurance against the lack of insurance because you can't control who hits you. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is the best thing we tell folks to get as much UM insurance as you can afford. It's one of the most important things. And it really, 
it handcuffs us if there's not enough insurance. So the thing, best thing you can do is make sure you're properly insured. Absolutely. Have that talk with your agent. You know? Absolutely. You guys too. I know that uh, this is Business Radio X is uh, what you know what we're what we're talking on as well as WDUM. But you guys, uh, you, you know, you're you're attorneys first, but you're you're also managing a business. You know, you guys mm-hmm. operate a business every day. Um, so any challenges that you guys face that maybe somebody listening uh, c- can learn from something that you guys faced as attorneys stepping into also running a small business that may be able to help some folks along the way? I would say just from the beginning, one of my biggest uh, concerns was administratively, you know, had been a partner at my former law firm and and just I was so nervous about, you know, how can we get all this together, bookkeeping, accounting, all these new things that I did not have to worry about at my old firm. And it's I've been telling everybody it's really easier than you think. And, and hmm. it has been for uh, for us, at least administratively, to set those things up. There's so many options nowadays you can contract things out. And I just really didn't understand it until you, you know, you take the leap and you're just doing one thing at a time and solving one problem at a time. So other than just getting administrative things in a row, in, in a row and it probably, you know, took about a, a year to be confident with all the different vendors we had that, uh, that uh, helped us with that. But um, uh, other than that, it's just same things that everybody worries about and you're getting the right people mm-hmm. in your office that consistency and just hiring well not mm-hmm. being afraid you know to pay too much for the for the right people there you go. and uh you know i think we you know we 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 learn more and more the longer we do it sounds like uh, good good partners good people that's a mm-hmm. that's a good a good theme and i know you guys have have done really well since you started but I know I'm I'm curious. I'm sure Bo is too. What what's the future plans for uh, Smith Holtzy? Where do we where do yeah. we go from here? Let's vision cast. That's right. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, um, you know, every day we get up, we come to work. We love what we do. We're excited to get there. And so right now, um, we are continuing to grow. I mean, in the last three and a half years, it's gone from just Rustin and myself to now ten folks. We have two offices: one in Gainesville, one in Winder. And you know, sometimes you'll look at other firms that they portray themselves as being very selective and they only take a few cases and things of that nature and say they work their cases a certain way. We don't adhere to that model. I think that, and Rustin thinks that everyone should have access to good, great, you know, legal representation. Mm-hmm. And so our deal is con- continue to grow, uh, build a system that is robust enough so that uh, we can help as many people as possible. The more people we can help, the more we grow. We're providing jobs and also just giving that legal representation to folks that need it. And so that is really what's on the, the, the forecast is to, you know, nobody ever goes in. And Bill Gates didn't say, I'm only going to build a certain amount of computers, or Apple sure. doesn't say, I'm going to make a certain amount of iPhones. We're going to build it uh, as large as we can to help as many people as we can. Come home. And you hear the second thing, Casey, you hit the people. Building it with people is important. Uh, Ronnie keeps also mentioning systems processes i think that's the magic formula all right good systems good people that's right absolutely all right guys one of the things i want to do is is i'm hoping i'm hoping you have an answer to this but outside of being an attorney if i spent much time with you what would i learn about you what do you like to do what's what's life outside of when you when you go home for the day sure number one identify i'm a daddy and so i've I've got a a nine-year-old and seven-year-old little girl they're two years and uh, two days apart and um, my wife emily um, she's a, a teacher I actually works in the library now, um, but she comes from a long line of educators. But uh, honestly, we uh, when we come home, hit the ground running with the the two little ones, and now have the uh, we got a dog, you know, Morgan Wallen is its name. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, just a lot of family time. And on the weekends, they keep us wide open, whether it's you know swimming or soccer, basketball. We love to go out on the lake, things of that nature. But uh, very much that. 
every now and then I get to play a little golf or spend a little time in a deer stand. But uh, most yeah. of the time, if we're not working, uh, it's just doing whatever the littles want to do. There you go. Rustin, what about you? Very similar uh, for me. I mean, Ronnie and I, I think, are, are friends first and always have been. And we do have a lot in common. I've got a 10-year-old boy, 8-year-old girl, and a 4-year-old girl. And my wife um, was in education as well and taking a break uh, with our 4-year-old being at home. But she's going to be in kindergarten soon. So Jessica, my wife, is... is going to jump back into something but yeah she had a um, middle school teacher at Gainesville Middle School and taught another school before that um, you know active in church active in the community and a, a few organizations and um, um, but yeah just try to spend as much time as possible with the kids have a few hobbies you know fishing there you go. hunting every now and then and uh, yeah just enjoying them while they're young you know man that's that's what's really uh, you guys we didn't talk about this that much but I said this, I love your tagline from here and for here, because a lot of what you just described is being here in the community. You are for local folks who need help in these areas. And I think that's a a big reason of why, you know, Smith Holtzy separates itself from, um, you know, other attorneys in the area. So really appreciate appreciate you guys being with us and being a part of this community right well i really appreciate that one of the main things we say when you do that you know it's it's not marketing it's a movement and we try to tell people to get out there and and take care of the community that takes care of you and how do we somebody listening how do they find you how do they how they get in touch if they need to uh the best place is you know look us up online smithholtclaw.com um uh, and number six seven eight two seven three two seven zero zero, and you can always call us we'll respond but by email on weekends you'll get our cell number you know if you make a connection as well so all right casey another great show appreciate it guys thanks so much for being on the show i'm bo henderson here with casey riles we've been talking to rustin smith and ronnie holsey of smith holsey law gratitude what three things are you gonna are you thankful for right now See you next week right here. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.